Hi, good morning. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is July 15th. I'm dedicating today's podcast to my beautiful niece, Jordan, my nephews, Mike, Alex, and Nicholas. Just loving you guys to death. Okay, let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But, Father, I'm well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power, for if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. And I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay, as I open up my Bible at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray, Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words, I pray. These stories that were written so many years ago Hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, the blessings of your son, for my family, friends, and neighbors. I love them, every one. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created and the lives of those I love. There's nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. And speaking of the Bible, I'm going to read right from the Bible, uh, the Charles F. Stanley Life Principles Bible, in case you were wondering. Okay. Of his heart through prayer and thanksgiving, God opens himself up to you. The greatest blessings we can receive are not material in nature. They are the blessings of his infinite love and care for us. 
He delights in showering us with good things, but we must present our requests to him. If we want to be treated kindly, we must treat others with kindness. If we want to be given the benefit of the doubt, we must give others the benefit of the doubt. If we want good things for us, we must want good things for others. The question that needs to be addressed is, what is the will of the Father? Well, faith and belief in his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, is the only answer. Willing and eager obedience is the hallmark of someone who has truly come to faith in Christ. They obey not because they want to earn God's favor, but because they feel delighted about already having received it. Obedience to God creates a firm foundation for living the Christian life. Those who obey out of love for Jesus build a solid life for themselves of strength and endurance. Terrible storms may hit them, but they can never, ever destroy them. Jesus is the living word of God. He taught with authority because this is who he is, the final authority of the Lord's truth given to mankind. So take the time to read straight through your Bible from Genesis to Revelation and notice the impact of statements like, thus says the Lord, and the words of Jesus, and he says, I say to you, or when God speaks to us, our spirits know it in his voice, and we should have a strong urge to listen to and obey. Why is faith necessary for us to experience the miracles of God? Because the Lord delights to do extraordinary things for those who trust in his goodness and grace. When we exercise faith in God, we're telling him, I believe you. Amen. Yay. Jesus loves us and we believe him. Stay right there. I'll be right back. Okay, let's hear God's promises day by day. Uh, John 14 says, the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Today, many agree on what is absolutely evil and absolutely good. But in a world of expanding shades of gray, we can lose confidence in our ability to distinguish where light ends and darkness begins. Yet God always sees clearly. When faced with a specific decision, let us look to his word and ask a simple question. Can I picture God smiling over this choice? God's spirit will be faithful to teach us and guide us into all truth. Amen. And now commanding your morning, a daily devotional. Ephesians 5 says, therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. 
Well, it takes consistent work and a good deal of growing up spiritually, but God's will is not unfathomable. The mysteries of God are there for us to solve, not for us to throw our hands up and say, well, you never really know, so why are we going to worry about it? They are there to make the pursuit of knowing God that much more exciting. And if being friends with God is not impossible, then what is? Pray with me. Father, open my ears to the movements of your spirit with clear, crisp transmission. I seek an unprecedented level of closeness to your heart today. Give me assurance that I am in the center of your will and do not let my feet falter on the path you have ordained for me. Let not my ears or eyes be seduced by the spirit of covetousness or my mind by the pride of life. Lead me along the path of righteousness for your name's sake. Show me your perfect will for my life and give me new ways of living and better strategies. Upgrade my thinking with kingdom methodology and give me supernatural discipline to implement your will in my life today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, God's way day by day. Proverbs 16 says, commit your works to the Lord and your sights will be established. Commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. The noblest thoughts you can produce are thoughts about God. Think about how God has been faithful to you in giving you so many good things, far more good things than you can number. Think about the plans and purposes God has for you throughout all eternity. Think about the heavenly home he is preparing for you. You can never fully exhaust your ability to think about the goodness and greatness of God. You will never reach the end of your praise to him. Amen. Close your eyes, bow your head. Father, I thank you for another day. I am blessed with another opportunity to be a vessel of thanksgiving. I do not take your love for granted, nor do I overlook your grace and mercy, which embrace me every day. You are the joy that abides within me, the peace that comforts me, the love that protects me. Without you, I am nothing. Father, I am so thankful to be your daughter. I have the benefit of speaking to you every day and knowing you are waiting to hear from me. Your listening ear provides me with the blessed assurance essential for my existence. Your answers to my prayers prevent me from wandering aimlessly without a purpose or a plan. Even though my natural being desires to know all the chapters in the book you've written for my life, I am thankful you only reveal one moment at a time, one day at a time, one circumstance at a time. I know my entire journey and the order of my steps would overwhelm me. So I am grateful that as my loving father, 
you are teaching me to yield to your sovereign power and unconditional love. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you for teaching me to seek you first, which is the true order of my life. You never promised me a life without problems or afflictions, but daily prayers of thankfulness and gratitude keep me covered with your grace and mercy. Hallelujah. Father, I know I must endure trials. I am aware spiritual growth can only develop through spiritual testing and affliction is part of the fabric of life. Yet I am thankful for the strength you provide in the wilderness, the lessons you teach and the battles you fight on my behalf. I thank you, Father, that your word is true. You promised me in Hebrews 13, 5, that you would never leave me nor forsake me, and you never have. So I thank you for a love I cannot earn, I cannot buy, I cannot sell, but you give it to me freely and unconditionally. Thank you, Jesus. And in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Stay with me. I'll be back with more prayers. Keep that smile on your face. And now God's purposes for your life. Colossians 3 says, whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord rather than for men. Well, if you've ever experienced burnout, you know what it is to be overly stressed and depleted of physical and emotional energy. This can happen in your profession, but it can also occur as you do ministry if you don't understand the nature of the service God desires of you. The Holy Spirit empowers you to do whatever the Lord calls you to do. If you fall into the personal performance trap, however, it won't be long until you run out of strength. You'll never be able to please everyone or sustain all the spiritual onslaughts. Likewise, some believers make working for a church or ministry organization an end in the self with recognition, personal gain, and power as the real incentives for the service. But the Lord will not share his glory with anyone, even those who claim to represent his name. However, when your service is an outflow of your personal relationship with Jesus, the Holy Spirit gives you guidance, comfort, and confidence. Therefore, if you're feeling burnout, ask God to sift through your motives and reveal any problems. The Lord, not people, is the object of your service. So work for him and let him fuel your ministry. Jesus, you are the one I serve. Search me, Lord, and reveal anything that doesn't glorify you. Amen. And then hope for each day. They're talking about making us like Christ. Christ, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Romans 5. We also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. 
God can take anything that happens to us, even bad things, and use it to shape us and make us into a better, more Christ-like person if we will let him. This doesn't mean God necessarily causes everything that happens to us. Sometimes he only allows things to happen. Often, for instance, bad things happen to us because we made bad decisions, decisions that were opposite of what God's will for us was. When that's the case, well, we can't blame God for the consequences. Sometimes we don't know why God allows bad things to happen to us. Even then, however, God can use them to teach us and to make us into better people. Disappointments and tragedies, for example, can teach us to turn in trust to God for the hope and comfort we need. These experiences can also teach us patience and make us more sensitive to others who are suffering. Are you passing through a difficult time today? Well, ask God to use it to increase your faith and make you more like Christ. I think it's time for our daily prayer. I feel it. I feel good. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand you know what's best for me. <laughs> I've failed you many times, I know. But when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. I'll be back to close out the podcast. Here comes music. In Touch Magazine is teaching today the satisfaction with God's word. Spiritually, we've all had dry seasons. So you probably understand the desire for renewed vitality in your relationship with Christ. Perhaps you tried the latest devotional book that people are raving about, sought an emotional experience through worship music, tried to gain momentum by attending a conference, or looked online for a message that assured growth. Although these methods all seem promising, they're not infallible. 
On their own, some might afford short-lived solutions, but others could actually be ear ticklers that lead away from genuine intimacy with Christ. To be strengthened spiritually, it's essential to start with the Bible, the only source of absolute truth. While other Christian resources can be helpful, they become far more valuable when used as building blocks on the trustworthy foundation of God's Word. All other avenues have potential for human slant. Even seeking the Lord in prayer is not foolproof without the Word, which provides the basis for our requests and fellowship with Him. Some believers see the Bible as a big book that takes too much time and effort to understand, so they look elsewhere for answers. They want a shortcut to sanctification and intimacy with the Lord, but there really isn't one. God's Word is His love letter to you. As you spend time with this gift, and lean on the Holy Spirit for guidance, your appreciation of it will grow indeed. Amen. Thank you so much for coming to pray with me. Woo! It's a great day today. I want you to continue to pray. Make sure you check in with God several times. He is right there by your side holding your hand so you don't have to call too hard or too loud. Um, I will be back tomorrow with more prayers. I hope that you will come and pray with me so we can keep these blessings started. Have a great day. God bless. Bye for now.